everyone, my name is Aarti and you're watching HW News. Welcome to South Connect. This is our weekly show where we round up some very important and interesting news from the five states of southern India. Let us now begin with Karnataka. The state of Karnataka is going for election next year. But all is not well with the state BJP. Days after speculations of change in chief ministerial face of the state once again, the former chief minister of the state, B.S. Yadurappa, has hinted that the state cabinet will soon see some reshuffle or expansion. He said that the much-awaited expansion or reshuffle of the chief minister Basavraj Bommai's cabinet in the state may take place before May 10th. The former chief minister said that Prime Minister Narendra Modi will soon take a decision in this regard after discussion with the Union Home Minister Amit Shah, who had visited Bangalore earlier this week. Speaking to reporters in Bangalore, he said that talks about replacing the chief minister are mere speculations. On Thursday, Bommai had said that he is ready to go to New Delhi to discuss about the state cabinet as soon as the BJP central leadership calls him. Amit Shah's visit to the city on Tuesday had also come amid buzz over possible changes in the leadership and pressure to rejig or expand the cabinet ahead of the assembly polls in 2023. Several top BJP leaders have denied speculations about Bombay's replacement. According to the top BJP sources, Amit Shah too is said to have asked Bombay to focus on development and election preparations in the state and leave the rest to the party leadership. Some legislators have even been advocating a Gujarat-like overhaul of the Karnataka cabinet soon to make a way for the new faces ahead of the assembly elections next year. In another news from the state, the chief minister has said that he won't give even an inch of land to Maharashtra. The border dispute between Maharashtra and Karnataka is decades old. Speaking about the issue this week, Bomai urged politicians of Maharashtra not to use the language bogey or border issue for their political survival. Noting that several Kannada-speaking areas were in Maharashtra, he said he is even thinking about incorporating them into Karnataka. He was responding to Maharashtra Deputy Chief Minister Ajit Pawar's statement that they would continue to support the fight of Marathi-speaking people residing in border areas of neighbouring Karnataka to include those places in Maharashtra. Bomai said there is a political crisis in Maharashtra. It is there now. Their entire government is on the rock bottom. So they create a language bogey and raise the border issue. To survive politically, they do this. Now, Ajit Pawar, while speaking during Maharashtra Foundation Day, which fell on May the 1st, had said, While we are celebrating 62 years of formation of Maharashtra, we regret that Marathi-speaking villages in Bidar, Bhalki, Belgaum, Karwar, Nippani and other places in Karnataka could not be merged with Maharashtra. The citizens of Maharashtra and its government are with their fight to be a part of Maharashtra. I assure that we would keep supporting their fight till these villages become part of Maharashtra. Maharashtra claims that border district of Belgavi and nearby areas were part of its erstwhile Bombay presidency, but it is currently a part of Karnataka on linguistic grounds. Let us now move on to the next state, that is the state of Kerala. Food safety has emerged as one of the major issues in Kerala these days. Recently, the state saw death of a 16-year-old girl due to food poisoning after eating a shawarma. Days later, in a bizarre incident, a customer found snake skin in a wrapped food parcel packet. Apparently, a mother-daughter duo had purchased two parotas for the lunch 
However, when they started eating it, they found a snake skin in the parcel. After which they complained to the police who directed them to the food safety officials. The shop has now been shut down by the authorities. Meanwhile, the incident has authorities ramping up, checking across the state. State Health Minister Veena George on Friday said that the authorities carried out a statewide inspection in the past 5 days. The health minister said in the 5 days of the wide-ranging inspection conducted at 1132 eateries, it was found that 61 establishments had no license, 110 eateries were closed due to poor cleanliness and 347 eateries were served show cause notices. 140 kg meat was seized and 93 samples have also been sent for tests. In another news, a Qatar-based Malayali expat who was fired from his job for passing derogatory comments about the nurses from his home state. The man identified as Sisupalan Durgadas said that women who go to the Gulf as nurses from Kerala are employed as sex slaves for terrorists. while participating in an event organized by hindu organization after a video of him making those remarks surfaced online sisupalan durgadas was dismissed from his position of regional coordinator of the malayalam mission qatar chapter as well he was employed as a senior accountant at narang projects in qatar he had made those statements while participating in the hindu mahasammelan organized in tiruvananthapuram The firm he worked for has its presence in Arab countries such as Saudi Arabia, Egypt and Dubai. Addressing the gathering at the sammelan, he made those distasteful comments about Muslims and the nursing women community. He said that Muslims have settled down in the Gulf, most of the women are hired as nurses from Kerala and being employed as sex slaves for terrorists in the region. On May 5th, the Malayalam Mission of Qatar released a termination letter expelling Das from the position of regional coordinator. Let us move on to the next state that is the state of Tamil Nadu. 27 days after the custodial death of Vignesh in Chennai, the Crime Branch Criminal Investigation Department that is CBCID has made the first arrest in the case. Six policemen attached to the G5 Secretariat Colony Police Station have been arrested by the CBCID. The six arrested policemen are Kumar head constable Pavanraj again head constable Munaf a writer Deepak home guard and two armed reserve police personnel The scheduled caste scheduled tribes prevention of atrocities act has also been invoked against the accused This comes hours after Tamil Nadu chief minister MK Stalin told the assembly that a case of murder was registered against three police personnel based on findings from the autopsy As per the conclusions in Vignesh's post-mortem report there are 13 injuries on his body The investigation would continue to be conducted by the CBCID MK Stalin said Vignesh a Dalit man who made his living on Chennai's Marina Beach died after he and his friend Suresh were taken into custody by police on April 18th. In other news from the state, Tamil Nadu Chief Minister MK Stalin made a series of public welfare announcements in the Tamil Nadu Assembly on Saturday, May 7th, marking 1 year of the DMK government. To commemorate the first year anniversary, he made a series of announcements in the assembly, including providing breakfast for the students of government schools and another one aimed at ensuring nutrition. Free breakfast will be given to first to fifth standard government school students daily. Stalin said that a school of excellence inspired from the Delhi model school will be established in 25 corporations at a cost of 180 crore rupees. 
A total of 708 urban medical centers will be opened in 21 corporations, 61 municipalities and 708 town panchayats. These integrated urban medical centers will function as primary healthcare centers in urban areas. He reiterated the state's Dravidian model of development and asserted that it was an all-inclusive one. Stalin travelled in a state-run MTC bus as well and interacted with the passengers. He especially spoke to the women passengers and inquired about the free travel facility for them. Free bus travel for women was one of the pre-poll promises made by the ruling DMK ahead of the April 2021 assembly elections in the state. Let us move on to the state of Andhra Pradesh. In a shocking statement, Andhra Pradesh Home Minister Taneti Vanita said that a case of rape that happened at a railway station was not because of shortage of police personnel. Speaking to the media in Guntur on Tuesday about the recent incident at the railway station where a pregnant woman was raped by three men, the minister denied that it was related to a shortage of government railway police personnel. Vanita said that the accused had not come to the station with the intention of assaulting the women and that they were drunk and attacked her husband to rob him when the woman intervened. She said, in such situations, some things happen in an unexpected manner that is unrelated to shortage of police personnel. That is what she said. There have been two incidents of gang rape at railway stations in the state in the last two weeks. On April 16th, a young woman from Maharashtra who was at Gurzala railway station in Palnadu district with her child was also raped. Let us move on to the state of Telangana. It is shameful reality of 21st century that honour killing happens even today. In a gruesome incident of honour killing, B. Nagaraju, a young Dalit man, was beaten to death by a relative of his wife for marrying a Muslim. B. Nagaraju, 25 years old, and his wife, Ashreen Sultana, 23 years old, were on a motorcycle when around 8.45 p.m. they were waylaid near Mandal Revenue Office at Sarur Nagar in Hyderabad by two people, allegedly her relatives, who attacked them with an iron rod. As the couple fell to the ground, the attackers took out a knife and stabbed Nagraju multiple times, leading to his death. His wife, Ashreen, who was rushed to the hospital by passerbys, uh, is reportedly stable. CCTV footages released by police shows Ashreen fighting off the attackers. She told police that she recognized her elder brother who stabbed Nagraju and that even though she shouted for help, no one came to their rescue. Visuals also show that Ashreen fighting off a man in blue shirt whom she identified as her brother. It was only then that a few bystanders rushed to help, after which the two assailants fled. Police said that Nagraju and Ashreen belonged to Marpalli village in Telangana's Vikarabad district and were in a relationship for many years. They were in fact childhood sweethearts. They had married against Ashreen's family's wishes. Ashreen told the police that her family was opposed to the marriage not only because Nagraju was Hindu but also because he belonged to the Dalit Mala community. After her family turned down Nagraju's proposal to marry her, Ashreen told police that she left her house on January 30th and got married to Nagraju at an Arya Samaj temple the next day. Ashreen's family filed a missing police complaint. However, both of them appeared before the police and said that both were adults and they married each other by their own will. Since they were allegedly facing threats from the woman's family, Ashreen's family, the couple moved to Vishakhapatnam in Andhra Pradesh barely a week ago. Nagraju had started working as a salesman at a four-wheeler showroom in the city. 
As Nagaraju's body was brought to the village, residents of Marapalli village held protest, calling it a hate crime. BJP MLA T Raja Singh also called for a probe to find out if more people are involved in the murder. AIMIM chief Asaduddin Owaisi also on Friday condemned the honor killing incident that took place in Sarur Nagar and termed it a criminal act as per constitution and Islam. While addressing the public gathering in Hyderabad, he said, We condemn the honor killing incident that took place in Sarur Nagar. The woman willingly decided to get married. Her brother does not have any right to kill her husband. It's a criminal act as per constitution and the worst crime as per Islam. This incident is being given another colour since yesterday. Didn't the police here arrest the accused immediately? They have arrested him. We do not stand with the murderers, he added. Well, that's all for this week's South Connect. Do let us know what you think about this in the comment box below. For more news and updates, you can log on to www.hwnews.in.